0: I'm back with I'm back with Chris. Say hi, Chris.
1: Hi, Paul. I'm back with Paul. Say hi, hi
0: Paul. Our seven listen, maybe eight. <laughs> what are we? What, Zambia? Thank you, Zambia.
1: I really, really I'm appreciate Zambia. Zambia. Love Zambia. I, I got to learn more about Zambia. Honestly, and I, I say that in truth, not in jest. Um, Zambia, I am sure, has a very profound history and culture, um, as all African countries do but I particularly do not know much about Zambia. So while I do appreciate Zambia, I am appreciating Zambia in ignorance. I need to learn more.
0: Yes, we will learn. Yeah. There was, was, was a joke my dad used to, and I used to always talk about Zimbabwe, like, you know, far off, beautiful place, Zimbabwe. And we'd always yeah. joke about Zimbabwe. And then we wanted to know, for finally I looked up, I said, what language do they speak in Zimbabwe? Like, I
1: want to learn about the culture,
0: it's English.
1: English is the main language. I just brought up some uh, quick facts on Zambia Zambia. over 17 million people. Wow, Um, many different over 73 different ethnic groups, most most of which speak a Bantu language. Wow! Yeah, we could get sucked into a rabbit hole in Zambia right now. Let, let's not do that. No, no.
0: But now. if anybody is listening from Zambia at any time, say you went back, this podcast becomes huge. We're we're rich stars, and you like want to go back to the very beginning. So, like you know, mm. you're in the future, and you want to come back. We really want to know about Zambia and anybody who lives in Africa because it's a beautiful continent.
1: Yes. So yes,
0: um, with beautiful people. So we want to learn about that. But today. We'll catch up with a couple things. Actually, I actually have a second subject I didn't talk about, but it's be brief, brief, brief. I love it. Um, Microsoft Flight Simulator, but I'm going to get to that.
1: Oh, I've heard. i oh, I've, it's I've the heard. most
0: amazing piece of technology. Oh, I got a, I got a, I got a stick coming with like the, the throttle, the what they call the HOTAS hands on throttle and stick. I got a whole setup coming. I'm like, I'm, I work in aviation, and I'm really this. It's. It's like someone, it's like the developers at Microsoft. It's really a company called the Sobo Studios in France. It's, they went up and, and, and had a programming class with Jesus. And then they came back and made this. It's unbelievable. At least the way it looks. It's un, I've never seen anything like it. It's fascinating. Technology has come so far. For those of you that don't know what the hell I'm talking about, Microsoft Flight Simulator's been along since before Chris was born. <laughs> since like the eighties. When were you born? What year?
1: 92.
0: 92. 92. Oh my gosh. I was like a sophomore in college getting wrecked in ninety-two. Wow. Um cause all kind of- our
1: childhood dreams just yes. literally coming to fruition at the age of for me almost closer to 30 than 20. Wow. Oh, and- old
0: Man, I just had that's... my birthday. I'm 48.
1: Oh Happy my god! Happy birthday, man!
0: What Thank a... <laughs> you. It's a great day to be alive. It is. Um, so so uh, yeah. So back in '82, <laughs> uh, minus 10 years old for you. Um, they came up with my flight simulator from a company. I'm not going to get into all the details. It's not a flight simulator program, but it basically lets you fly a plane. And 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 every year they got more and more realistic. And now it's to the point where the entire Earth is modeled. And you can see every building in like 300 cities as if it's real, like Boston's real, New York. So you can fly over the entire- so, so
1: I could fly country. over your house is what you're yeah. trying to
0: say. Yeah, and I could fly over yours. And it's just, it's absolutely stunning. And for you geeks out there, it's like- well, We I'm could
1: fly over me. Zambia.
0: We could fly over Zambia and I will. Fly over Zambia. I'm going to talk about it. Um, but the entire earth is modeled through like Bing maps in this flight simulator. And it's got accurate weather and clouds. And let's put it this way. I was able to take a picture over my house and over like the beach area and set it to like sunset or whatever, and then take a real picture with my iPhone. And they were almost identical. I mean, at a glance, that's profound.
1: And I'm not sure if I should be elated, excited or terrified,
0: terrified. I mean, wow. This is, it's insane. It is absolutely insane. I'm in, uh, if any pilots are out there listening to this i want to know your feelings about flight simulator if it's realistic or not i have some pilot friends and they're like with the big jets now but the little ones like the cessna's is pretty realistic it's like that's how you fly and that's how it feels Amazing. Right, right. sobo studios wow you people really good at what you do <laughs> <clears throat> uh the second thing that's happened that um oh god there was something else uh, uh second uh, I, I just want to quickly say yeah. what an
1: awesome game to play during quarantine yeah quarantine like times when we're kind of maybe not going out as much as we once did i'm you know i mean obviously we're not all necessarily in quarantine anymore but we but be. if we're still finding ourselves trying to stay in a little more than usual and we're a little bored i mean we could just fly in
0: yeah and any time of the year snow sleet storms people were flying into a virtual hurricane laura you could fly right into it in the game that could be problematic i would have yeah been. that's crazy i mean yeah but yeah, it's a good thing. And when we do go into a lockdown, or at least we're stuck indoors, and there's no more outdoor anything, we're in the northeast, so it's not gonna stay warm. Uh,
1: it's already gotten cold, man.
0: Yeah, I know we're we're gonna be screwed uh, indoors. Then I'll get on the flight simulator and the virtual reality and pretend <laughs> I have a life again. <laughs> Until the spring, where I emerge and then I come and fly up to uh, or drive up to see uh, Chris. Or actually, he should come down here. I don't. I don't
1: know. Niagara Falls near you? Is that near you? No, I, I mean uh, New York is really big, uh, yeah. so um, geographically, but I am living in between basically Albany and Saratoga. Okay, uh, and I know that. Niagara Falls is a solid three and a half, four hours to the west. Um, that's a bad. I know. had a friend that
0: went to um, it's Troy, New York, where Rensselaer is, right? Yeah, yep. So yep. I partied up there. I left my oh, mark. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's that's my. That's kind of my backyard over here for sure it's
0: not it's nice it's a beautiful area i learned about the zamboni do you know what the zamboni i know you know what a zamboni is yeah the thing that cleans the ice for skaters and all that <laughs> how about those bruins by the way good job in the bubble <laughs> <laughs> choked but um cool. but at least they played
1: i'm, I'm but, just gonna put this out there boston sports is in for a rough year so just stop. i know I, I said know. it first is it prophetic? Tampa yes, bay. It is. go
0: tampa bay I, well the whole thing is disaster we're going have the episode about sports but the Zamboni is when you're, you're drinking and you have this, this is back college days, you have, a, you have a mess. And it's all the bar or the table, whatever's a big mess. And the easy way to clean it is just take a roll of toilet paper. Uh, toilet paper, you could do it, but I meant um, uh, paper towels.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And just roll the paper towels over and that's the Zamboni just coming and cleaning everything off. Zamboni! <laughs> One of you crazy people is going to do that this weekend. I take no responsibility for your Wild, sinful actions. So so flight simulator, and then um, uh, I already talked about Tony in the other episode, so I'm not going to get into it, but uh, God rest his soul, that happened this week. And school, and this will segue into our main subject on the shores is perfect for this. Coronavirus and school. And just what's happening in the world right now, in the United States specifically, because the rest of the world seems to have figured it out, but we haven't.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, you know, that's, that's, that's up for debate. I'm not sure if anyone in the world has truly figured it out without going to the utmost craziest uh, lockdown procedures, but, but we're trying. I think we're going to get there. I think we're going to get there. I'm optimistic and hopeful.
0: We're in the Northeast where everything's great. The, the rest of the country, it's starting to get a little better, but wow. Here, here's a So, when I went to the funeral, it was the first church service I've been in since we went to church. I had an N90 fat mask on. Everyone was separate from everywhere else. Everyone else, like six yeah. feet, yeah. unless they were in a group. There was contact tracing for everybody that came in. I mean, this was serious. Like, we're very serious about this. People were all wearing their masks. Um, they had ventilation cranking like all the good stuff um, versus some other places in the, in the country where the doors closed, nobody has a mask on. Everybody's close. Um, right. That's just an invitation for a problem. So if we're that's smart about transmission it, city, yeah. transmission city, someone's going to rename someone's going to rename their town transmission city. Is that Miami? I don't know. Is that LA County?
1: It could like be Chelsea? LA County could have <laughs> been parts of uh, New York. I mean, you know, a lot of, a lot of the, discussion is on what texas california and florida yeah but what we tend to forget is that new york the state of new york has more deaths than all three of those states combined oh yeah massachusetts right up there too yeah Yeah. and so you know i'm wondering why 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 do we keep praising andrew cuomo for doing a quote-unquote great job when i mean that's debatable i think i think that's open for discussion whether well they were late
0: charlie baker too they were late yeah. They were late. Um, if you're listening to this like seven years from now, the coronavirus was the first major pandemic in 100 years. And the United States at this point in time has killed about 180, 190,000 a year. That's not a flu. I'm tired of people saying it's a flu. It's not a flu. The flu kills much less people. Like, come on. And it like takes people's, people out, their hearts. It's a disaster. It's... um. What'd you say? It's like uh, putting a gun to your head with the, to do the mm-hmm. Russian Revolt. Why can't I remember anything today? Russian roulette. Russian roulette. <laughs> roulette. Russian roulette. Yeah, and pulling the trigger and mm-hmm. seeing what happens. So um, nobody really knows exactly why some people get sick and why they don't, and that's what's so scary about it. Because most people they're all right, but some people won't be, and they'll pass it on to some other people. Who will like literally destroy people's hearts and lungs and just kill them like miserable, horrible deaths. So yeah. that's the fear. Yeah. Do you want to be like the harbinger of black death to somebody and not even know? Right? Yeah. It's scary. So yeah. Yeah. school season is starting. You're a teacher. I am. Right? Yeah, I, I, and, uh, and you're going to be teaching
1: remotely in your case? well in in upstate new york um we're in a certain phase of reopening uh it's it's quite a vague system i'd say but most schools are going to be operating in a hybrid format model platform words 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 to continue our education process for our youngest generation um and so we'll be doing a mixture of in-person teaching Mm -hmm. with some streaming uh, remote learning I will be present in our school facility every single day as if coronavirus was never a thing. Um, uh-huh. Our kids will not. A lot of the kids will be coming to in-person classes perhaps once or twice a week on a rotational scale where some kids will come in on a Monday, then maybe you know Tuesday through Thursday, they'll be doing a mixture of remote learning um, and streaming as opposed to coming in every single day. Um, and so they'll be rotating and I think from what, my administration has said, I'll be having about 10 to 12, perhaps maybe at most 14 kids in a classroom at any given time, which is definitely a reduction from what is on average, usually 20. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and every school has a a different model, how they're going to approach this fall. So there is not a coherent, um, unified model by which every school in upstate New York or New York, or, you know, even in our county (laughs) is operating by it's an individual um, effort by each each school, and so um, basically every school had to submit a plan to the New York mm-hmm. State government, which is approved or you know denied, but most are have been approved. And really, it's just going to be a great. We're just going to kind of come out swinging and see what happens. I think we have a lot of great uh, protocols set up to keep people and, and students, you know, students and staff safe, and we're all pretty confident in that. And I honestly, in, in my particular school every single staff member is we're, we're gung-ho we're ready you know we're, we're not we're, we're being very understanding with each other and how we're going to try to be effective with our academic mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, learning but yeah, we're also going to do everything we can not to stress each other out and to kind of lockstep be be supportive of each other and our students and and just trying to get back into some semblance of uh normalcy but yeah. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm honestly not too worried. I'm not too, in fact, I'm not worried at all. I rarely am worried. Uh, worry, worry is a sin. Um, sin. It, it is one I'm sin right. that I'm particularly not, not don't have much of an issue with uh, <laughs> for better or worse, but I'm, I'm excited. And so.
0: Uh, Your mask wearing, I assume all that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So what we've been told is that we will be wearing masks um, for the most part for most, you know, throughout the day, uh, during class sessions, kids will be situated at least six feet apart from one another and from me. And so at that point, when we're sitting and doing instruction, and there is, you know, there isn't movement within the room, we're actually allowed to take off our masks. Um, and, and that's the key word, we're allowed to, doesn't mean you have to, doesn't mean um, that you're not able to, It. that is up to the the conscious of of the person themselves, or the comfortability. If you want to take it off because you can't breathe or, you know, um, so we have that freedom to operate in, which is which is nice. Um, Of course, there'll be a lot of sanitation stuff going on. I'll be trying to keep my room really clean. Uh, You know, door handles, all those very frequently touched uh, parts of the room um, will will be, you know, I'll I'll do my best. And there'll be a lot of a lot of uh, hopefully very effective and efficient testing going on, too that's, yeah, that's a, a big that's a part. big that's piece. a big part of this and so you know i think that's something that the whole country is trying to figure out is how can we get efficient testing i know sports has been they, they've been having a, an up and down um experience with this you know a lot of false positives coming through a lot yeah. of NFL teams and so we need to figure that out as a country um you know and and we need to stop <laughs> i i personally like to see a lot of the political aspects of this being swept aside in efforts of more of a national response. Like, let's, yeah. let's figure this out together. You know, Jack Johnson said it's better when we're together. Um, and that's, that's, that's true. Let's
0: be a team. Let's be Right, team.
1: right. I, I mean, we gotta stop um, pointing fingers and we need to do what's best for all of us. And so let's, let's get cracking at that. That is a call to unity, everyone.
0: Unity, I love all of you, even the mean people. I mean, the thing with coronavirus is uh, three, the three main things are um testing and distance and ventilation that's a big one right nobody's getting sick outside unless someone coughs on somebody because of some distance mostly it's ventilation it's like diluting it's like when you pee in the pool yeah don't do that but if you have a huge pool like the ocean nobody's Mm -hmm. really gonna feel it if you uh pee in a bathtub and someone's (laughs) in the bathtub with you it's gonna be messy you're probably gonna be covered in pee so gross it's really gross, right? So it's the same thing with coronavirus or the spreading of anything that's in the air.
1: How often you're there? How much is it? And, you yeah. know, who yeah. has it? So and It's a novel virus. That. You know, we're learning a lot about novel, it yeah. As time goes on. I mean, I know the CDC just released a report, I believe, within the last three or four days uh, that confirmed that 96% of coronavirus deaths uh, were not simply because of the coronavirus, but that there were those... Um, Pre-existing. Those pre-existing conditions yeah. those morbid conditions uh and so that is a huge 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 um game changer i mean that's something that's got to be taken into account
0: uh well it's 96 percent; it's four percent they're very very healthy
1: everybody has right. i believe everybody right.
0: has a pre-existing condition of some kind i probably have checklists of them
1: but yeah. the thing is how like your body do, can handle it right i'd like to do some yeah. more research onto that actual report i, I don't want to talk and speak, medical you know, on my own Volition, you know. I'd like to give, you know, the because <laughs> I'm very interested in knowing which conditions specifically are more um, correlating to susceptibility, you know, because as you said, there are so many pre-existing conditions that can mean almost anything. It's such a blanket term, um, but which ones specifically are, are tied to susceptibility? Well, I'll tell you. I mean,
0: there's a lot of obvious ones like
1: diabetes and things, but
0: mm-hmm. if in a blanket term, it's anything that's inflammatory, obesity. You know, anything where your body's like inflamed and like it's already undergoing some kind of stress based on whatever it is that you have. Okay. Obesity, big one, diabetes, um, heart conditions, lung conditions. Yeah. But the mystery, the X factor is like, why do some people who are very, very healthy with no underlying conditions get super sick and they can't quite figure that out? Is it like, uh, it's very related to clotting and how blood clotting, blood clotting, and how the, Again, we're we're speculating, but I know a lot of nurses and doctors, and I read, and we're both very intelligent. And I don't I don't care what you think about us; we're smart, and so we read about this stuff. And um, that's I'm sure there are many, many more smarter people than us on this, as far as in this area of uh, of um, germ germs and sicknesses, but just going
1: to put it out there quickly we invite you to come on this podcast oh, yeah. and share your expertise we'd much rather have you speaking on this too um, and
0: we'll have somebody on. i know people are thinking like "Oh, corona i'm tired of this the rona the rona but you yeah. know it's ever present in our lives and here's the thing it will be forever yes like the flu is yes. around forever and we have a new shot every year yeah. for that get your flu shots people you don't want to have a twindemic um <laughs> It's all unique. need because flu is going to be nasty. It can kill you just as much as coronavirus. It's just not quite as weird. We understand it better, yeah. which reminds me i got to get my flu shot. Um, <laughs> and it will be around. It's going to morph. It's going to change. The, the, the shot looks like the coming coronavirus vaccine looks like they work, but they need boosters. And then there'll be a yearly version of it. Right, and, right. you know, it will take a long time to get everybody under control. So that's why when people think, oh, it's one year and we're all set and we're going to be partying in the streets. Yeah, kind of, maybe, maybe, hopefully, but not really because (laughs) not everybody will be vaccinated. There will be different strains. And uh, until we know how well this thing works or doesn't, these multiple vaccines, you'll probably be wearing a mask, I'd say, for about a year. And then the other thing is testing. That's a big one. And Abbott Labs just came out, FDA just approved this, a credit card-looking test that doesn't require a machine.
1: Really? And they bought Explain.
0: 150 million expl- of these. Yeah, so basically uh, you still swab the, the nose. Okay. But then you put it on a like, card. You know, It's like a, like a test strip, essentially, and it has all the chemicals built in, and it will tell you if you have it or not right there.
1: Mm.
0: Um, so they're going to use that for schools and sports, and anywhere you need to test <clears> large populations quickly, um, they'll be able to do that. Um, so that's, you know, when I go out, I mean, I get Corona tested all the time because that's the, the easiest way to pain in the ass. Don't get me wrong, but it's a <laughs> way to control, uh, infection. Yeah. And we yeah. have it down yeah. to about a percent in Massachusetts right now of people that are infected, which is very good, but testing. So that's a big thing. Uh, contact tracing and rapid testing. And, um, then you kind of get a handle on it, but you, I don't think we're going to have, you know four years, five years where, where, you know, you, you still have to kind of be careful until this thing finally kind of gets under deep control. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I I would agree with that. I think it's going to be on the back burners of people's minds for a while. And at the same time, I do believe that this virus will um, kind of blend into the irrelevance of yeah. this of like flu. Um, I mean, the bubonic plague, which was one of the worst pandemics humanity has ever faced. I mean, that killed like upwards of 20 40 percent of people mm. that's i mean keep in mind this this virus still you know takes out less than one percent of people and, and which which is still a tragedy um but our, our our biological systems do eventually adapt to the things that are you know within mm-hmm. our environment and so but i i think it's also about trying to protect those who are most vulnerable you know i, I don't ever want to be the vehicle by which someone experiences suffering um and so I'm, I'm always mindful or, you know, put forth great efforts to be mindful of how I can contribute to us getting past and over this hurdle um, and not not being reckless. Um,
0: be mindful. I mean, that's yeah. the key. That's the thing. It takes that one percent, there's some argument, whether it's one or two percent right. of everybody who gets it, by the way, it's like of everybody who gets it, the death rates, maybe like a percent or a couple percent. That's still very high and it's higher than the flu yes yes but, look, um yes. again it's like russian roulette would you like to kill yourself or your grandmother you just gotta i'm looking at the camera like someone's yes. looking at her but it's important to, to realize that it can really take someone out pretty hard
1: no i, so. I have some pressure hands have, yeah i have some friends who have lost some grandparents due to the coronavirus yeah? now, they've all yeah. had those underlying you know various conditions that have also contributed but at the same time you know so it, it's a very real thing For people and you know just because you're not affected by it does not mean you should dismiss it that's something that i have felt very strongly about as we see a lot of different sides talk about this um you know and, and politicize it various ways uh to me it's just i you know i i think about some of my friends who have lost people that have been dear to them and you know that's that's huge that's big
0: right and so i always ask do you want to be a murderer do you want to kill somebody right and it spreads so um, yeah, the coronavirus is not a reason to stop our lives from living, but the best way to look at it is, is that, yeah, it kills 1% or 2% of the people that get it, but it infects everybody that gets near it. Yeah. Currently, without a vaccine, you're 100%, well, now again, I'm not an immunologist, but you're very, like, it's near 100% chance. It, it is 100% chance. If you have never been exposed to this virus before, that mm-hmm. one gives you enough of a viral load, you will get it, whether you get... A bad flu, you get a sniffle, you start, you get a
1: stroke, or you're asymptomatic completely. A lot you're of the asympt- um, like, transmission rates are highest when you're uh, pre-symptomatic. So you may right? have it, you may not know a single thing, and, um, and be
0: spreading it like wildfire. No, like,
1: for thing. example, talking about back to the back to schools. Uh, colleges are having you know issues with um, uh, student body. You know the students gathering off of campus, parties, things like that. We have a, a SUNY Oniana is a relatively um. You know big big school up here in, in new york and they've just had to shut down from being a an in-person model um to a completely remote model because of students who gathered together and just it spread like wildfire you know now now as far as i know they're part of that demographic that where deaths are very very uncommon And i don't think a student has died or anything like that you know thank god um but but when those rates spread that's the thing is that student could go home see grandma grandpa not Mm. even have something grandma grandpa who could have been doing such a great job at trying to you know shield themselves from this can all of a sudden get it just because they don't want to not see their grandkids and boom you know you could potentially lose a grandparent that's just something like and for me someone who my grandparents are basically my parents they raised me they taught me they you know, refined me, and they mean everything to me. So that that to lose one of them would be catastrophic. It, it really would be, you know. And so, I I think um,
0: it just don't be stupid. And it's also killing young children too. I mean, they're a small, pup, but who wants a child to die? They get very sick. That's the thing. You don't know. It's it's wildly infectious. Right. I mean, measles right. is more infectious, but this thing is right up near there. And it's like people. Have, it's the way you look at it is, it's a small piece of a very large pie of people that get that have major, you know, death or sickness right. from this. The pie is everybody, and yes, it's a small section, but that that's a large amount of people. I a mean, hundred eighty thousand over a hundred eighty thousand people have died so far this year. Yeah. Died.
1: Yeah. From yeah.
0: coronavirus, and that's more than we've lost in any war except for the Civil War. Like, think about that. It's mm-hmm. fucking yeah. crazy. So, we just implore you to not freak out about it and worry about it and, and, and cry about it, but be smart about it so that you aren't contributing uh, to someone's sickness or murder. Right. That's, you know, and I, by murder, exactly. I say like you actually, you know, you intentionally go out there and go, screw this. I'm not wearing a mask, I'm drinking with my buddies. I'm spreading, like, I'm I'm making out with random people. I'm just, like, willfully sinning everywhere. And then, you know, then you're going to feel that. You're going to feel that. Someone near you or close to you or someone that you know is going to be sick. They're going to have a stroke. They're going to die. And uh, do you want that on your conscience forever? My goodness. Just be smart about it. Ventilation, testing. Ventilation, that's another one. The air needs to be changed all the time. Fans max out the air that heater, HEPA filters, that's another thing that works. So if you're just smart about it, you'll probably make it to the other side, which I think is about a year from now.
1: Uh, Question, Paul, you've you've been in Boston um, for most of this. For those listening, I I was teaching at Everett and um, living in Boston. I've been in Boston for the past four years, but in mid-March, the school administration made the executive decision to to cancel school for three weeks initially to try to get a hold on on to you know the spread, trying to figure some of the stuff out. Well, long story short, we never returned um, to in-person classes or instruction, and so I quarantined for about three weeks in Boston, um, and then actually came back up upstate New York just because there was more you know there are lakes to go to, there's mountain driving to do, there's just things I could do besides sitting in a house all the time. Mm. I felt was, um, a better option for me, but you've been in Boston for most of this, this, that's yep. not all of this time period, right? Yep. And so how would you say, what's the atmosphere? Like what, what are people doing? What are, are what's just,
0: I mean, people are out and about, they're very much outside mm-hmm. usually are anyway, but especially now, yeah. um, yeah. eating, drinking, uh, parks, uh, outdoor, everything, people seem for the most part to be afraid to go indoors, right? So nobody's going to the restaurants are restaurants are open, open for indoor seating.
1: Um, but most people
0: aren't doing it and it's very limited anyway.
1: I will say I saw one tragedy that is coming from this is uh, the economic pressure. We are seeing so many of our beloved Boston businesses and restaurants going out of business for good, yeah. which is, you know, when I it's saw awesome. that McGreevy's my favorite sports bar. I watched so many Patriot games there. Um, go go out. and
0: The fours just closed down.
1: See, case in yeah. point, like this stuff is, and I'm sure we spy. could, we we could limit or, or name so many other businesses that have, have yeah, had to do the lot. same thing. Um, you know, it's it's it sucks. This sucks. These are places that Austin loves. You know. And we already it, lost the hub, not to coronavirus, but at the top of the hub.
0: That was, yeah, before that.
1: And the city, inner city where
0: people work is dead because yeah. nobody's working in the office because that would be like right. spread city. So transmission city, transmission city. The inner city, I mean, by the inner city, I don't mean like the hood, but I mean everywhere, well like right. all the buildings and businesses and everything. Right, right. It's like 25% of people are working there. So it's very, very quiet. And all the businesses that serve that are really hurting. Tourism yeah. is way yeah. down, of course. There's some tourism. People are coming, but it's the airport, let's put it this way, normally would have sixty to eighty thousand people on a busy summer day go out. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
0: currently it's eight to fourteen thousand at the most. Right. The aviation industry right. and all my friends in that industry have taken a a beating and does not look like that's going to come back anytime soon because you can't really go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're talking anywhere from two to five years for a full recovery. Yeah. It's just, that's insane. It's insane. And that's insane. That, I mean, things were kind of, you know, they kind of slowly came up, but they were slowly coming up, but, um, the aviation industry is, is built on, um, on a business model where they can predict what people will do so they can gate the supply and demand and prices and everything based on what people have done in the past. But that's mm-hmm. all out the window. The computers don't know what to do. Nobody knows what to do.
1: Right, as we said before, unprecedented plan for. Yeah. Since over you know, a hundred years was the last true pandemic.
0: Right, right.
1: That we aviation by. was new back then. Yeah. So and that and that 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 experience was vastly different due to so many various reasons um than what we're currently experiencing. Uh know the early 1900s (laughs) was a different world um than than our 2020 landscape and so uh, you know it's we'll see man i'm i'm praying i'm praying that we can not necessarily go back to normal because i don't think normal was necessarily great uh but to, to derive and take what was best from pre covid era and take some of what we've learned and got from from you know our living environment since march april since we started going through these you know some of the lessons and values that we've um experienced and, and learned again from from this to take some of that going into the future as well uh to just hopefully make a better environment for everyone everyone involved um
0: yeah i think people um then I certainly have appreciated life a lot more through this. I mean, I was always a worrywart, so I was like, "Yeah, terrorism and death and destruction and like uh, the movie Contagion." I thought I said that's going to happen someday. It did so, but I think a lot of people just go on blindly living, and uh, it's kind of self-centered, and they don't realize the beauty and 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 the joy that's been provided to us to in this life. Yeah, And I think a lot of people now do realize that and are coming around to that like, oh, man, maybe I really should reach out to my my friend or my my colleague or my parents or my girlfriend or whatever and just thank them for being in my life and, and to just put out something to the world. So I think coronavirus ultimately should be a way to teach us how to love better. And love uh, should be unconditional. You just give it, you know, and, and that's what that. I've taken out yeah. of it. You know, it doesn't mean like, you know, you become a wet blanket, but you, you know, <laughs> I love you. I love, you, Jesus <laughs> right, I
1: just love right. you.
0: But, you know, of course, that was me in the last episode. But I was sad. People get sad when they lose somebody. But to celebrate mm. life and living and art and, 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 and music. And I do wish, I hope that maybe if we're talking a year from now about this thing, that we'll be able to be enough people will be vaccinated that we can go back to church that we can go into concerts that we can have these social things where people gather together because it's very hard to do that right now and be safe i miss that right right. so that's why i go out a lot yeah To like outdoor bars restaurants and things just to be around people
1: and that was the best part about being in boston are its people boston's People. people are second to none um, and and this is a New Yorker saying this. You know, I'm I'm not from Boston. I'm not from New England. But Boston, uh, being, you know, I, I miss that too. Being able to uh, get a bunch of people on the Esplanade, you know, walk the Charles, yeah. kayak the Charles. Now I know we can now we are just now being able to start doing that kind of stuff again. Um, yeah, and, you can do that now. Yeah, I just words. went to Treehouse Brewery last week, man. I just I just want to let everyone know, Treehouse Brewery in Charlton, Massachusetts is. One of, if not, now this might be bold, but definitely one of the best breweries in the United States of America. What? In Charlton, where there's basically nothing? There, Yeah, that's why it's called Treehouse. It's in the middle of the woods, uh-huh. basically. Um, But have you been there, Paul? You haven't been no. there yet? No.
0: I mean, for those who aren't from here, Charlton is oh. like where you get on the highway. It's out. People think Boston, Boston, but once you get west of Boston, there's basically yeah. nothing. Except for a couple of like old mill cities like Webster <laughs> and um and Springfield, there's
1: really nothing,
0: yeah. Uh, so it's well I, cool. well, I have to go
1: through there all the time to go back, you know, back and forth to New York, uh, through the Berkshires, Stockbridge. Wow, um, I wonder how they survive
0: <sighs> you
1: know, hunting, gathering. No, I'm <laughs> well, well, a lot of people are uh, the thing that everybody
0: does now is they travel in the yeah. area, like yeah. day trips, like New right. England, right, like uh, New- the Northeast, anywhere you can go with a car,
1: yeah. And that's exactly so what they do. I got um, yeah. some friend. Um, we went to a Treehouse Brewery. They make some of the finest beer. Bro, I cannot even tell you how really? awesome of her. Yeah, I, I spent $200 worth of beer um, to, to stock up and um, bring it back to New York. And Well, what's one of their best brews? <laughs> the Julius IPA is one of the juiciest, fruitiest, citrusy IPAs really? ever. And it's, it's, it's famous. And what's, what's so awesome about them is that they on actually don't the distribute now. beyond their brewery. If they did, game changer. Like they become a dynasty, an empire. They make the Patriots look like Zambia. Um, I, it, man. It, it, wow.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to another brewery that is very small. It's in Boston. Um, Rochester? I'm trying uh, to predict it for you. No, that, that, <laughs> they're good, too. Uh, but this one is, is nearby. It's in Jamaica Plain. Oh. It is the um, Turtle Swamp Brewery. And they only distribute to like a few like um, Whole Foods nearby, but basically it's them. It's run by a former master brewer from Harpoon and a former like um, like biologist, uh, not yeah. bio, biochemist, something like that. So it's an interesting mix. Their porter, in particular, oh, love finest the porter I have ever had in my entire life, and their IPA, Orange Line IPA, is also extremely good basically everything they make is phenomenal yeah and yeah. every time i drink it and i go oh, yeah,
1: well maybe i oversold
0: it no i didn't i didn't
1: and so we, we've we been blessed in boston because we have wow. you know that one turtle swamp we have dorchester brewing company yeah. we trillium we have night shift um, and they're all different uh Bed, they are. Water and yeah. And yeah
0: they're all different they're all the beers are very different um and i don't drink a lot of beer these days because of the calories so when i drink a beer i want it to be really good beer
1: right and that's that's the beauty of it is that the craft beer industry in the past 20 years has really boomed and and you know coronavirus hasn't really put that much of a dent because of the way they can distribute still but um breweries are really stepping up their game you're seeing a lot of great brewing tradition and knowledge really disseminate through uh, all parts of the you know the country and small breweries like Turtle Swamp and, and Night Shift, um, are really producing these absolute great drinks that are just, you know, have so much nuance and stuff. Um, but Treehouse is truly the king of them all as of right now. And I, wow. Yeah, okay. Oh, and it's not even close. Like I've, I've had so many great beers from all the breweries we've just listed and way more, but Treehouse is such a standout tradition. Their environment is amazing. Now, when we get back to normal, um, treehouse they have a lot their 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 venue is beautiful situated you know in a very kind of woodsy like environment they have uh these um oh what do they call the oven cooked pizzas they, they have like, yeah, the brick oven who yeah, go, yeah who goes
0: there like who, i'm who, gonna look right now
1: who goes there everyone goes yeah. there when i when i went there last week i had to wait almost two hours in line to actually get you know to grab the beer that i purchased online um People, I saw more out-of-state license plates than I saw Massachusetts. I'm saying Massachusetts license plates probably made out about 40% of the cars I saw, but a lot of Connecticut, New Hampshire, New York. Saw a couple of Pennsylvania plates. Um, man, it, it's, and I brought my friend from Massachusetts. He's from the great small town of Hull, Massachusetts, H-U-L-L. Yeah,
0: yeah, is. that's uh, on the other side of the, um, the harbor from here. Right,
1: yeah, yeah and he, he had never been either, but um, took him there. He purchased about $120 worth of beer. Um, baptized him in by fire. He loved it. Uh, four miles down the road from Treehouse is a uh, smokehouse called BT's Barbecue. Oh my goodness! Very, very, very good Southern style barbecue joint. Um, they have their uh, their smokers in the back. You can just smell the different various meats slow simmering and and cooking. Whether it's brisket, you know, pulled pork, you have steak. It's gorgeous
0: steak. there too. I'm looking at the pictures.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is maybe someday we can do a show from their venue. You know, and, I would love buy some of their beers. That would be really fantastic. Wow, it's gorgeous. And, and, and that's not the doing out, is, are they doing outdoor? No. Yeah. No. No, not right now. But the, but that you can purchase online, and, and they do pickup. They do. They have a fantastic pickup service. Um, they are producing. They are truly thriving in all of this. They've found a model to um. You know, to, to abide safely with coronavirus regulations and protocols at the same time, still doing fantastic business. And I, I think that's awesome because I that's where that's where I want to see most businesses get to a place of where they can still do business while operating by safe protocols because man, we can't lose our businesses. Our economy is, you know, it's not just a a metric for, for wealth and stuff like that, but it's people's livelihoods. It's how they feed, you know, feed their kids at home.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, People go to these go to every little store, restaurant. Right, right that you can and support them because th- th- like you said, they're families and businesses and, and small business owners. And I, I worry about the fall and the winter. I think you can stay out probably until like maybe mid November, maybe mm-hmm. with heaters outside, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I think people will like with jackets yeah. and yeah. heaters. Yeah. I mean, I did it last year, but then it gets like too cold. Right. And what are you going right. to do? I'm not going to eat inside. I don't want to die. <laughs> i just it's not worth it so take out now go, we'll go back to the old uh that'll be that'll be big i think i think
1: businesses should prepare for that um our, our takeout services because i want to support your business i want to yeah. eat your food i don't want to make food every single day i have None. enough you know disposable income where i can still purchase way too much beer like at treehouse <laughs>
0: and, and you can buy the in massachusetts anyway you can get like mixed drinks to go yeah yeah. So uh, yeah. the place down the street awesome. is selling scorpion bowls for two. I mean, I might just do that for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Yeah. But after I can do it after lunch. You I can, can do, it
1: do it for dinner. You could do
0: it. I could. Also, nobody would know. Nobody would know. I'd be breaking some laws, but nobody would know. No, but I could get it ready. And then the moment, like the day ends. Right, right. Like, uh, well, you know, I have Friday off. I'm gonna go. I'm going to get a scorpion bowl for two. And I'm going to sit on my deck and I'm going to feel great i like it and that's great right it's like they need to do these things forever outdoor dining right needs to be a big thing forever to go drinks you let the cat out of the bag let it go forever
1: right coronavirus no current i mean it's just like that's what i'm saying we may have stumbled upon something here that we absolutely should not deviate deviate. yeah like Um, this
0: doesn't need and i think things like zoom for example like I own stock in Zoom, like one fractional share of like uh, 8%. Uh, but like this is like, I think do you think that it's going to be normative like part of the culture now? Mm-hmm. My answer is yes. To be doing a lot of things on your computer remote and on your phones where you never used to before.
1: I, I, absolutely, man. I think a lot of jobs also, people you know, the cat's out of the bag kind of thing. People have found out that a lot of their mm-hmm. the tasks and stuff they have to do doesn't need to be done in an office, doesn't need to be done where you have to have an hour commute. And not only can business owners save money, but employees can save money and there's pros and cons to everything. I mean, this, this would, this is a discussion that probably requires a little more research and uh, um, you know, thinking, but there, there is a thing to working with people on site. It depends on the job. Now, for example, education, Sure, yeah. It is. Yeah. We, we need to be together for that. There, there are things where being in person just you, you, you derive so much more benefit from being in person, whether it's the students being around each other, being able to interact with the instructors, um, you know, sports, things like that. Of course, yeah. That, I mean, that's just, but there's so many business centric jobs where it's like, do you have to go to State Street to do that job? No. Or could you do it from treehouse brewery you could wherever you you want with a scorpion bowl in front of you as you you know solve and derive with you know and work with clients and stuff like that um you know i think these are things that have to be taken into consideration um and you're right some of this stuff is going to go on for forever
0: (laughs) and and i should it's so much more inexpensive like some like there's no substitute for being in person with somebody conferences things There's an aura when you see someone close up. I mean, we're on camera yeah. right now. This is not a video podcast, but we can see each other. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of value, but us actually being in the same space together is different. It's, it's, there's a lot yeah. of nonverbal yeah. communication. That's going to be yeah. an episode we're going to talk all about nonverbal. It's big. It's <laughs> big for it. dating. It's big for business. It's big for counterterrorism. I can't reveal some stuff, yeah. but most of the stuff is in the public domain. Um, I
1: look And to just I as a hint,
0: uh. What everybody is saying from Joe Navarro is a great book, audio book. And I, I met him in person. I went to his seminar. <laughs> it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so you don't get a lot of that, but you do get a lot in video and FaceTime and stuff like that. Um, you get more in person, but I had a, a full conference call with one of my clients one day. Mm-hmm. All four of them were on with me. I haven't physically seen these people in a year. And we had a great conversation and I put together a great product for them and got it out, never having actually been in, in touch with them. Yeah. yeah. Personally. Right. right. Um, I had stuff filmed already and, and we just made an edit and it was great, and, but it was happy. And, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and so you can do a lot where normally we would have met. Yeah. So yep. um, editing in particular for, for video work and photography work, most of that is done in front of a computer anyway. hmm Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of jobs where you can do a lot more remotely, and I think that just will be the norm because it's so much cheaper.
1: And perhaps it'll even make—I I think of the person, the employee themselves. You know, what if it makes allows them more time to be with family, with kids, and it—you know—some of these structures yeah. we've built around commuting, going to work, uh, making a living you know you know there's a lot of things i I am very traditional on and and love um but some things i'm willing to discuss do we need to always you know is the normal the norm always the best and and i think that's again open for discussion now i know so we're kind of running you know to our time limit here but I, i think you know going on from here on out let's you know Let's open it to those listening. Please give us feedback as to what you'd want us to talk on. You know, I, I can't wait to talk more about like whether it's religion, geopolitics, but also often like I want to talk New England and New York food culture. Mm. You know, Let's
0: do a food episode.
1: Let's. There's so yes. many things. This yes. on
0: the shore is, 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 is as we talked about before. It's like about uh, you know bringing joy and, and love and and, and right. so forth and happiness. So we can talk about anything. We're going to get some great guests on the show from all different countries I'm already working on this
1: I can't wait and we're going to talk about
0: everything like Joe Rogan experience I'm never going to be that big but never know this is not a business venture but he talks about he's
1: done a great job he's like
0: everything yeah Uh, like this this is a show about everything it's just a talk show about people so you really we're going to get into food maybe that will be our next I mean I've eaten so much food yeah
1: I mean, I, food is, I don't think anyone debates this or is divided on this. Food is amazing. Food is oh, awesome. We need it. We, it. we, it. we love it. it. I, and everything from, you know, I, I've, I've had some vegan friends who've thrown me some great ideas as to things I can eat. And, you know, but I also love bacon. Bacon is, oh, I
0: love bacon. I, I, I lose my words.
1: I lose my words. But. Bacon.
0: Especially like that really thick like smoke stuff with those like oh, just the, the mesquite it. and like the smoke. Uh, great, um, there's a great barbecue um, close to me in a little town called Winthrop, Massachusetts. Yeah, which is uh it's basically uh, it's an island like on the ocean, but it's ten minutes, fifteen minutes away from Boston. Uh-huh. And there's a barbecue there called Backstrap Barbecue. I mean, this place is a hole in the wall right those, those are the, the best places man those i ate there the, the other best day. places burnt ends of brisket and like pulled yeah. pork and like I was, mac and cheese i i counted these calories people i'm being really good i'm down like 29 pounds <laughs> but oh man oh man i had a food foodgasm i was like oh yeah. yeah oh you know when you have really good food oh
1: it's, go there it's a spiritual experience yes i'm I very convinced but so, yes, please throw us your feedback. Um, we yep. want to talk about the things that that make us perk up, that get us, you know, riled up. We want to talk about all the we things that we love, and the things that you love. So, I get riled up. I am. Get get riled up? Riled. Now that you Be- talk about that brisket, I am riled oh, up. Burn ends, man. Oh, oh.
0: anticipatemedia.com slash, I think it's contact or podcast for sure. Um, and work and anticipate with Paul and anticipatemedia.com. The message will get to Chris. Just tell us what you want to hear about. What do you want to talk about? Um, we are not afraid to tackle any subject, except those that are pro- prohibited from speaking about by law. So,
1: such as the counterterrorism stuff. Counter-terrorism right? anything else other than that? The Hatch
0: Act. I can't get into yeah. the politics that much. Um, but anything else? Anything else is fair game. Creativity, sports, food, beer, um,
1: and of course, passions. Anything. Yeah. Black lives uh,
0: matter. The Black oh, lives matter. We'll we'll, we'll get into it. Yep. Like I have no I have no fear. I will talk about anything. Uh, but we want you on the show. We want to get a guest on the show, and uh, we have. I again, I have a bunch lined up. It's just a matter of trying to fit it in with everything else. But we will have it. So I think the next episode, let's just let's just talk about let's focus, and let's talk about food in the Boston area and in beer. Yeah. like microbreweries.
1: Yeah, I love it. We will, we will tackle that with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind.
0: Yes, because it is an art form. Like anybody who's a chef or brews or cooks or, it's an art. It is. Food is an art and a science. Yep, 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 you have nailed like, it. I'm a model, UMass has like a food science lab, which is where, mm. where like all kinds of great heavenly things happen. Yeah, yeah. Like baked Alaska.
1: That's oh, fantastic. So, yes, next now week, what are you doing to me? We are, are going to tackle the food. We're going to yeah, tackle food, the food, the
0: beer, food, oh. and beer. That's going to be the food. It's a great food uh, episode of 2020. Perfect. And uh, to narrow it down, we'll talk about great places to eat that still have outdoor dining, great places to drink, and just great ways to eat healthy um, yeah. in this pandemic. I make, I make the greatest salad in the world every night. Amazing. <laughs> so that's what we'll talk about next episode food. The food episode, part one. And we'll it. give you practical tips for both upstate New York and Boston. Why not? Absolutely. And everything in between. <laughs> that will be the next episode. And then we'll continue with food for a little while. And then we'll just go on to the next thing. It's great. It's all about love. So yes. contact us. Please give a good feedback. I got, we got a five-star review from somebody. I saw that. There's a five stars. We, we want to be five stars. We're also on Thank Stitcher. Ooh. We are on Spotify. Nice. We're on Apple podcasts. Like if you can't find us, you're basically a loser. I'm sorry. You can't, if you can't figure it out, you need some help. So, (laughs) but you're here. So you figured it out. So you're not a loser. So we love you. Yes. We're going to talk about dating. Oh boy. Dating during the pandemic. Mm. We're going to talk about Mm. sports. We're going to talk about so much stuff. (laughs) We'll start with food next week. You have any parting, what's your parting thought?
1: That I love you all. That you know, we're just looking forward to more conversations, more discussion. I hope you guys have a great week. Um, yes, have a wonderful week. And always feel free to reach out to either Paul and or I for anything, yes, even it has nothing to do with this show, because you know we're not only about people on the show, but we're about people in life. And so we're here for you. Um, we love you. We look forward. We to do. That.
0: We love you all. Fill you, out your you census. I'm looking uh, at I it. Alright, do in it. Man. Come on. Do it. Fill out your census because we need to know who needs services. Your response is required by law. What it said. I'm and do it. Okay. And hug somebody this week. It's not that hard. Well, okay. that there don't spread and, and drink a
1: good beer, preferably Treehouse. Um Treehouse. But we'll that, that, that is a recommendation. Yeah, yeah, and I'm right,
0: gonna put that you. in the show notes. I'm gonna put Treehouse, I'm gonna put Turtle Swamp, Magnificent Night know, Shift, I, Trillium. Yeah, Night Shift is good. Trillium, just this is a preview of next episode. Trillium is really good i think their stouts are way too sweet like they they got it's like uh, drinking a, a cake and their ipas are a little dry so i'm not a big well tr- i have man. a remedy
1: for you paul but we'll you discuss do. that next week next week
0: all we'll right a cliffhanger next week. Yes. next week food and beer episode oh, i can't,
1: can't wait i can't wait. oh i'm gonna
0: eat and drink so much before then just so i have stuff to talk about
1: <laughs> same same <laughs>
0: All right, this has been On the Shores, episode three. We love you all. We'll talk.